Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, as always, I'm joined by the one and only Paul, uh, who is still trying to wipe that Joker-esque smile off his face. Happy man, Paul. Um, what, five beers in now, so quite quite merry, yes. Quite merry? Yeah. Should we... Should we issue a, a kind of red button content warning that this is not a dry podcast? Uh, it's not a dry podcast, but I'm not intending to swear unless you uh, provoke me by saying something controversial. John Bush should have won a league. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with you there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, so I assume you're not drinking from the, from the intro music. Tainted love. I, I assume you've caught something on Hooker Hill and you're. On penicillin this week? Uh, well, the intro Paul, yes. As you said, it was tainted love. Uh, not because my love is tainted, but because I believe... Well, your taint is loved. Or my taint is loved. But I believe the whole K-League is tainted. Uh, and 2016 is the, is the year to forget in terms of K-League. So when Songnam get relegated, there'll be an asterisk next to it saying... This it will be indeed, yes. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not just... You probably think I'm having a go at you about So and John Book, but... It's not just that. The fact that the K-League Challenge was won by Ansan, but they can't be promoted. Uh, the fact that Gyeongnam started the season minus 15 points. The fact that we lost the Martyrs. Uh, that was the major one, right? Yeah. And uh, the fact that Goyang, with two games left, said that they're not coming back next year. And now we have the, the John Book bribery scandal as well. I think really 2016 is the kind of year that maybe... Uh, the K-League will kind of quickly gloss over. Also, when you add in the fact that Jong Jo Gook won the best player of the year, I think that kind of sums up 2016 as well, well <laughs> to be honest. The first guy to score 20, 20 goals in the, the 38-round format. I mean, he should have won best player, but I think, yeah, I mean, his competition was Osmar, who I don't think has been great, and Leonardo, who's short. I guess Osmar was there because he uh, played, didn't play every minute of every match like he did last year. He played he every match, right? He played, no, he, he actually, he probably, did he participate? No, I think he missed one match through suspension. Okay. But apart from that, the penultimate game against Chun Nam, he came on as a second half substitution. But yeah, he, he played the most minutes out of anybody over the course of the year. Okay. And I guess Leonardo got there because of his free kicks and... That's wondrous goal-scoring exploits. Uh, I guess he's probably Chumbuk's... Well, I don't know. It's a tough one, right? I mean, looking at it, Kim, Kim Bo-kyung could have had an argument for being in the MVP. As someone that's watched uh, Chumbuk five, well, five times live plus once on TV against Seoul, I would have picked Lopez over Leonardo's okay. most dangerous player. Okay. But definitely in agreement that John Jogook should have won it. Um, if I think about John Chong Jogook's performance over the last couple of years at Seoul, he's gone to Kwangju, become a complete re- rejuvenated player. Yeah. Um, definitely a big fish in a small pond, but it, without him, that, that team would have gone nowhere. Yeah. And instead they finished eighth. <laughs> <laughs> so without him, that team would have been in the bottom six, fighting for relegation until the last day. Having said that, they were in, they were in with the chance of getting into the top six in the last the last round of. Uh, the well, well, so were Songnam, but that didn't really help them any, did it? But Chongjuguk was injured for the last one or two games of the the regular season, so. Well, yeah. Plus, there's also the scandal of him celebrating FC Seoul's goal. Well, half, half celebrating, half. Yeah, half thinking, shit. We just not made the top six now. No, I think he was celebrating. I get to increase my goal tally against weak teams as opposed to trying to score against yeah. the Chumbuks and Souls of this world. So there's many reasons for the for the use of the intro music, Tainted. Um, I guess we'll get to one of the biggest reasons when we do the, the review of the championship group. I know you're very eager to start with my review of the of the relegation group, which I think is really cruel, okay. to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But uh, shall we start there? I think we should. Okay. We're not going to swear tonight, right? Uh, you can swear. I'm just. I'm not going to bleep it though. So, okay, I'll, so I'll, I'll try not to. Please uh, don't offend my mum's sensibilities. Although I'm not sure she's still listening. She's not told me recently that she is. So. Well, Babs, if you if you're listening, I'll try not to swear. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> so basically, like, uh, so going in into the final game, uh, the relegation group was probably the most competitive of the two groups, in the sense that there was four teams who were vying for something. And they were all playing each other. And they were all playing each other. The other two game, the other two teams, the the Blue Wings and Guangzhou, had nothing to play for. They were both safe. Uh, so what happened in their game? So in their game, uh, I wasn't watching. Finished one all, I think. I think I think, I think it was one that the Blue Wings for a long, long time. Uh, but Chong, Chongzhou got, got his twentieth goal of the season to equalise. So I finished one each, which is what I predicted on my blog. Okay. Um, nothing else I predicted went right though. Um, so let's start with the uh, with the Incheon game. On the forum in the uh, prediction game, I actually did very well this 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 round. I got I think I got four. No, I got five results correct, including three exact ones. Okay, I got. Pardon me, I got two correct. On your blog. Yes, out of the three games. Anyway, um, so the big one. I guess that most eyes were on. Was it Incheon? Yeah. Uh, where Incheon played uh, a Suwon FC who looked like they were capable of actually staying up um, after their 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 victory over Songnam, like as we discussed on, on, on the last podcast. Yeah. Um, Incheon huffed and puffed. I wasn't obviously. I, I still went down to Pohang, so I have no idea what happened in the game, to be honest. But following Modern Souls uh, tweets uh, and a few others, like Miroslav as well. Uh, it seemed as if Incheon really threw everything at Sue one and should have been like 3 or 4 nil up at half time. Uh, going into the second half, and I believe uh, they took the lead maybe about 70 minutes, 75 minutes, something like yeah. that. Um, and uh, yeah, and that was it. Like I think Sue one then came into it and threw everything at them. They had a free kick in the last second of the game that everyone at Pohang was watching. Well, everyone at Pohang, yeah, everyone at Pohang was watching, yeah, all the Songnam fans anyway. Uh, but nothing came of it, and it finished Incheon 1, Suwon 0. So that confirmed Suwon's relegation? That relegated Suwon, and then it meant Incheon would stay up as long as... Uh, sorry, Incheon would avoid the playoff as long as um, Songnam didn't win. As long as... Surely as long as there was a... There as long as there was a winner in the other game. Yeah, right? as long as there was a winner in, in the other game. So you went to the other game? I went down to Pohang, we left Tanchon at 8.30, it's a six-hour trip down, six hours back. You should drink this on the bus, so you wouldn't have to stop so often. Uh, I wasn't the only one making the bus stop. Um, but was, it the, was it the bird that drank four bottles of soju? Yeah, me, like, it was really funny. She, she was putting soju in Pocari sweat, shaking it up, and just getting an absolute mess. The girl was a, a, a car wreck by the end. Uh, so I went down. Uh, what was interesting was that like, literally no one else went down. <laughs> it was like... Pohang barely turned up, just the ultras turned up. How many buses did Songnam take? Uh, we took two. Two 60-seater buses fully fully filled up. Fully filled, no seats other than the one next to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were taking like, like lots not to sit next to. So somewhere else there was three guys sitting on two <laughs> yeah, seats. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Been um, there before. So I had the only spare seat in the bus. Uh, but I mean, with the KTX running, there was obviously fans that went down by KTX as well. Yeah. Uh, so the, the sun I mean, wasn't empty. It wasn't full wheeler. It was like, a reasonable, a reasonably sized crowd, maybe a couple of hundred. Did any, anyone tweet com- complaining about the size of your crowd? Uh, no one had the audacity to tweet complaining about the size of our crowd. Probably because he was too busy looking at his away crowd that travelled all the way to Guangzhou on two taxis. Weren't they home? I don't care. <laughs> I don't really know where the blue wings were. Although you did complain about the crowds on Twitter, I believe. I complained about the Pohang crowd, yeah. I think it was really, like, for such a huge game, it was a horrendously low turnout by the home fans. Did they not stuff it with 4,000 Marines like they normally There was no Marines at all. There was no Marines there, which would have actually been better if they had been. Okay. Uh, so, great stadium. The, the best stadium in the K-League without a doubt. Mm. Incheon comes a close second, but I think Pohang's definitely the best. Um, so the game was, uh, I mean, it was a it was a game that you would not have realised that there's so much at stake, that, you know, the, 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 the potential of being in the playoffs. Pohang had the best of the first half. They got a goal from a corner, a free kick was swung in. Guy had a kind of fairly clear free free header. Um, Yang Dong Hyun. Yang Dong Hyun. Yeah, Yang Dong Hyun. 
Um, that was 1-0, went at half-time 1-0. Songnam didn't really come out second half, didn't really do much. Houghton puffed around the box. Second half, Songnam were attacking the end at the Songnam fans. Uh, but Sovino came on second half, looked slightly hungry. Um, but then again, he is a big lad. Um, there was no sign of Peter. Wangy Joe was injured, so didn't make it. Um, so yeah, really just some number poor. Pohang would just slightly better. Game finished 1-0. Pohang survived in the Kaylee Classic. They'll be there next year. And Songnam now have a trip down to... Somewhere. Somewhere. Which we'll talk about in a minute. Thank you for stopping me. So Songnam now have the, have, have the playoffs on the... Uh, this next Thursday and on the 20th. So they're away somewhere in the peninsula next Thursday. Yep, and then home on the 20th. Okay. Okay, uh, I guess we'll get to... My predictions. Your, your predictions about that in a minute. But um, uh, I just wanted to ask you... Uh, I did want to ask you something and I've completely forgotten what it how, was. How shite a song then? No, I was going to ask you about the Obviously, Kim Hakbom was fired, quit, with how many games before the, the cut-off? Uh, one or two before the split. Two, I think. And the, the, the new guys come in. Uh, what's his performance been over those Shocking. seven games? And he's got... You get any wins? Um, I think we beat... Yeah, we beat Suwon FC just before the split. Two before the split, we beat Suwon 2-1. Okay. Uh, in the flag wars, that was his first game in charge. Yeah. Um, then we played reasonably well. Uh, no, we didn't. We were actually humped by Pohang 4-1. Yeah. Um, then we had a nothing each draw against Inchon, yeah. in which no team created a single chance. Then we lost 2-0 to Suwon. Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Then we, we went to Guangzhou, nothing each. Uh, then we lost 2-1 uh, to Suwon FC yeah. at Tanchon. Yeah. And then we lost 1-0 to Pohang. So... I'm seeing a pattern here. So Whoa. since the split, in the five games since the split, Sonam has scored one goal and it was from the penalty spot and it was a pretty dodgy penalty at that. Uh, Hence why I don't think too many Songnam fans are confident going to get into the playoff. Okay, so Especially not who we're playing. Okay, so let's talk about the playoff. Um, last week we talked about it and uh, Kangwon had beaten Pusan. Yep, Lopez with the last minute goal, yep. I believe. Uh, which meant they went on to face Puchon in Puchon. Yep. Knowing um, that we discussed then if, if any team could blow it, it would, be, it would be Puchon. I think your words were, if any team can lose a last minute goal, it'll be Puchon. What happened? Uh, it was one all going into the 90th minute. And then Kangwon scored in the 94th minute. It did indeed. Um, so Bouchon blew it in, in, in the last minute for about the 14th time this season, right? Uh, I actually watched, uh, under your orders, I watched most of this game on uh, on my phone until my battery gave out. Um, I would say that, that Bouchon were very tentative in the first half, very nervous, uh, didn't really look like they were going to do it. Uh, Kangwon took the lead. Uh, Puchan had a guy sent off and then equalised and then short, after, right? shortly after that Kangwon had a guy sent off so it was 10 against 10 for the last 30 or 35 minutes uh, and obviously my battery cut out so I actually missed the winning goal okay. but I believe it was scored by Moragno okay. who okay. could come on as a second half substitute I think Okay. so I mean looking at that it's, so that it's, it, it's Kangwon in the two that could play off final uh, yeah, disappointed. Wait, wait, wait. Since Pooch and Rat, we're gonna we're not gonna f- cover this anymore, are we not? No, I'm, I'm just I'm talking about. Uh, disappointed to, to see Pooch and crash out. Um, from my point of view, Kangwon's always been a nice away trip. Uh, Pooch would be a, a nice convenient away trip. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I would probably have liked to have seen Pooch make it. To be perfectly honest, I think if if. If I had to pick, if I had to pick one, I'd have picked Puchon. Yeah. But, but looking, at, I mean, Puchon watch is finished. Eland watch is finished. Uh, Pam's not getting her stringy red lycra back out again anytime soon. Uh, it's gonna be Songnam watch now, is it not? Yeah, it has indeed. And I don't think Pam looks that good in a magpie costume. <laughs> so you kind of implied earlier that you're not that confident. Not that confident at all. 
Uh, I'll tell you why. There's a couple of reasons why I'm, I'm not that confident. Uh, reason number one is that we've only scored one goal, which was a penalty in five games. Uh, in all those games, we haven't even looked close to winning. I don't know how serious Wangy Joe's injury is. He has another week to recover. It's not like he's been a star player before that, anyway. It's not like he's been a star player, but he is still the focal point of almost every song on attack. So him not being there is still pretty big. Um, P2 being dropped for the final game would suggest that the manager has basically told P2 to F off back to Argentina. Um, well, probably well, Greece. Well, the Middle East. <laughs> the Middle East. Um, if any, if, I mean, he is. And I think, but when we think about Player of the Year awards, I, I, was actually, I actually was quite surprised that Peter didn't make it in, into the midfielders, because I do think he is actually, him by far, the best passer of a ball in Korea. Of, of the, like the top, the best 11 of the year, were there any players in there from the bottom half of the table? Or was it all sort of chum? Dodger Cook. So, uh, yeah, I guess but he was the golden boot, so you can't ignore yeah. him anyway. But apart from that, was it all, it was all top half? Top half. I believe so, yeah. Uh, not even on? Yum? Um, did Hong, Hong Chong made it into the, the midfielder, which I was really surprised at. Because Hong Chong made it into the midfielder award, but Peter didn't. Uh, Kim Dong Joon made it into the goalkeeper award, but that was given to Kwon, which is that in itself is a farce as well, because Kwon Song Tae is not the best goalkeeper in Korea. Plus, he's got the best defence in front of him, so he doesn't need to be there. Yeah, but I don't think he's the best anyway. But, but Young Kion, Young Kion was the the top assister. In yeah. The, so so he, he he must have made any the, the the eleven. But surely not. Oh, actually, in fact, uh, yes, Incheon's defender made it in. The foreign guy again. The foreign guy again. John uh, Jitch. John Jitch. He was up for defender yeah. alongside Osmar. Yeah. I think he has to won it. Actually, but he was definitely in the team of the year. Because I, I, I remember looking at it thinking, wow, how many foreigners are there in that team? There was Osmar, uh, Adriano, Leonardo, Leonardo Jongic. So they're obviously not, not adhering to the, the K-League rules of 3 plus 1. Like, like on we did, unlike us, which we'll do again this year. I guess we'll announce that on, on this podcast, I guess. Are we going to do a, a worse 11 as well? We are indeed. I think that's, that seems to be everyone's favourite idea. We've got to fill, fill the, the, the sort of 12 weeks of no matches somehow, right? Well, the thing is, we, we do a, a worse 11 with one from each team. Uh, I'm taking, you know, Rock before you take him. <laughs> Just so you know, because I think he's honking. Anyway, um, so back to what we were talking about. Anyway, before you really took it on to some form of like FC Soul talk. Yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> Yeah, gang one, and am I confident? So no, I'm not really that confident. We haven't looked like scoring. We've created chances against Suwon FC. We pounded them in the second half, but lots of kind of like balls off the line and hitting the posts and stuff like that. So I think, I think the the away leg being first is huge for us. If we can come back from that, you know, like nothing each, then I think we'll beat them at Tanchon. But I think if, I, I would say if we came back. With a, a defeat, uh, I think Gang One will, 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 will win it over the two legs. Have they announced where they're playing it yet? Because Kang No, they haven't Kang announced. Kangnam played two or three different grounds. Right? Yeah, I was hoping that was going to be Wonju because uh, I because I was going to go. Yeah. But I'm now working in the Walker Hill Hotel on the Thursday until probably four thirty. So it only gives me three hours to get waiting. Hmm? Waiting. Yes, we're waiting on tables, just like I'm waiting on song that I'm winning. <laughs> um, so, I don't think I have enough time to get there. Or are you, are you the, the in-house gigolo? Room 12 and room 14, <laughs> they pay the best. Um, so yeah, if it's Wanju, I might make it, because it's the one and a half hours. But if it's anywhere further than Wanju, I won't make the game. Okay. So my prediction for it, I guess we'll do it in earnest next week. But my prediction is probably that we'll... Tough game done in gang one. Hopefully get a draw and hopefully win it at, 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 at the fortress. Okay. So just to cover up or cover all this off, how did the league, the, the bottom six end up? So the bottom six finished with Suwon FC last. You know how it finished. You're just making me say it. So the, so the I'm league... Doing, I'm just doing it for our listeners who may not. Okay. So I finished with Suwon FC on the bottom. 
Uh, song number FC second bottom. After promoting out the uh, podcast a little bit in our journalists uh, forum earlier, but we didn't name it though, right? That is true. <laughs> we forgot to name it. Do you know what I mean? But surely if they Google K League podcast, I'll come up with probably K League United. <laughs> or the Tavern one. The Tavern one. If ours doesn't come out, we we seriously seriously screwed up somewhere. We have after two seasons and it still doesn't make Google. Anyway, uh, Super FC on the bottom. Sonam FC second bottom. Then next after that, I believe, was Pohang, Inchon, Guangzhou, Subban, Bloomings. Uh, I think it was probably Inchon, Pohang, Inchon, Pohang Guangzhou. Right. Yeah, sorry, but, but I, say, I say Pohang, Inchon? Yeah. Inchon, Pohang. If Pohang won, then... Yeah, so Subban, Songnam, Inchon, Pohang, Guangzhou, Chicken Wings. And Chicken Wings were delighted with winning, winning the bottom half. They were indeed, and they, they also... for a trophy. They did ask for a trophy, but instead they got a milk carton. I think they also uh, some some jugs on her. Apparently, is what they said. I think uh, they actually um, ended up with more points than signed to. But we'll discuss the benefits, or the, the pros and cons of a split during the close season. They ended up with more points than Sangju, but they also had the the joint lowest number of wins for the year. Yeah, ten. Yes, level with their city compatriots, Suwon FC. Yeah. Both teams won 10 games out of 38. Which sums up how poor that they've been this season, to be honest. Which is approximately half of what the teams at the top won. But talking of the top, should we uh, go through? We should indeed. So the big game, the game everyone was watching, was obviously Jeju versus Jonam. Which finished... <laughs> it was Jeju so- Sangju, right? Yeah. Jeju Sangju, which finished yeah. 3-0. 3-0, Jeju? Yeah. Okay. Who uh, scored? Um, uh, some guy. Some guy from Jeju? Yeah. Sweet. And then he assisted another guy? Yeah. And then the, the third guy got, got a goal as well? I would tell you who it was, but the, we've not used the, the computer, so it's just automatically switched off. So. Uh, yeah, it was like, that was, but again, that game, was there any chance of Jeju losing their um, ACL spot? I think that, I think. The previous week they had cemented it, right? Because they'd beaten all Sun. Yeah, so there was no chance of them actually being displaced, right? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's probably correct. So, so they won three 0 I mean, even if there was any chance, they did what they needed to do. Yeah, they've been comfort. They've been pretty good at home. Scored lots and lots of goals. I think top top joint top goal scorers in the league. Uh, joint top with who? Chombuk. Chombuk. Yeah. About 70, 70, 71 or seventy something goals, which is kind of interesting because like Jeju, for me anyway, um, were kind of famously, you know, like the kind of nothing each one nil kind of like Italian teams of the of the eighties style sort of Korean team, but this year yeah they've kind of like really kind of they've been putting the goals away right yeah. I mean, they've, had, they've had a goal difference, but then again, they've been they've been shipping a lot of goals as well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the, the goals were by Lee Woo Jin and Hyung Bum Kim Ho Nam. Yeah. Okay. So that's fairly comfortable win for them. Okay. Another big game. But before we go into the big big game, the other game was uh, John Nam versus Osan. Yeah. This was a a one each draw. I know that the first goal was an own goal. By Jack's ex FC Soul favourite, Chihojin. Yep. And then Jair, who seems to have been another good signing in the summertime, quite like Jonathan. Uh, he popped up, rescued the point for Jonam, which kept Jonam, well, didn't keep them in, in fifth, but kind of, they've ended up fifth. So before we get on to first and second. So I think. Suwon Blue Wings, Chicken Wings actually finished with more points than Chonam as well, right? They had 48, did they not? I think they did, right? So or I think they did. A, maybe they did in the uh, as it stands table. Maybe. So, but that would be amazing if they'd. Uh, so my, I think I tweeted you. Sorry, I think I texted you in the week and said that if it worked out that way, right? Where basically Suburban Blue Wings finished. Well, actually, at that point in time, I was saying Guangzhou, right? Yeah. But basically, like you could be in a situation where the team in the relegation group finished with more points than the team than the, than the 
fifth place team in the in the championship group. Yeah. And if the AFC kick out John Book next year, yeah. that would mean that the fifth place team and if so win the FA Cup, yeah. that would mean that the fifth place team would get the ACL spot. Yeah. So sure that's really I mean, I know that's a split, I mean, but before the season starts, but the, the fact that basically um, Super One Blue Wings ended up above uh, John Am, like one point above them, uh, it's kind of means that Super One basically finished fifth in the table and would get that ACL spot. Except they had a much easier running. I mean, people are saying that like, they had a much easier run in, in, in the last five, but is there anything easier than playing Sanju when they've when they've no players? I guess. I mean, if you look at it, you can look at it as various ways, right? For the Blue Wings themselves, a match against Songnam, a match against cross city rivals Suwon FC, and rivals Incheon wouldn't be particularly easy. And uh, yeah, except those teams were relatively weaker than playing yeah. Chumbuk, Seoul, or. And they also ended up in the same group or the same half the table as Pohang, who generally, on paper, had a good strong team. But so like the bottom six was a good bottom six this year. But after being seriously crap for the first up for the pre-split games, Sue and Bluings came to life post-split and yeah. won most of their games, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's the way of the split. This happens in any league that has a split, but I think it's maybe something, again, that throws up that idea that the split, the, the fundamental idea of a split is flawed. But I mean, if, if you look at the way it went, um, looking at the top six this year, obviously Blue Wings and Puang were missing and replaced by Chonnam and Sangju. Yeah. Uh, Sangju went four losses and a draw post-split. Chonnam, three, draw, uh, three losses, one draw, one win post-split. Mm-hmm. So both those teams didn't really distinguish themselves in, in the post-split section, did they? Um, I guess we, since I've since I've already talked about um, Sangju, well Sangju lost to Cheju. Um, Chonnam drew with Ulsan yeah. in the last game, one all. Um, I don't know. How how else would you do it though? Would you make them play each other four times? Yes. So. Uh, uh, what would that make a uh, forty-four game season? Yeah, and that's the problem. The problem is that the K League, with the weather conditions in the K League, um, you can't pack in two games a weekend in summertime because it's just too damn hot, and you can't extend your season through beyond the first week of December because it's just too bloody cold. But a forty-four game season would basically um, it would be an extra six games. That would. That would give the advantage to Chumbuk, right? Who effectively are playing with a double squad this year, and teams with a bigger budget like Seoul, who can cope better with more games than teams with a, a small budget like Suwon FC, who don't have the players to play. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any system. Like, so in in Scotland we have the split system as well because. Uh, we didn't want to play the 44 game season because uh, it's just too long. Um, but in Scotland, you've also got it. Uh, no, you don't. Do you you got League Cup, FA Cup. Yeah, League Cup and FA Cup. Yeah, we have two cups. But in Korea, we've only got one cup. I mean, I, I think I'm not saying I, I'm. I'm just not finding the split system at all. Anyway, I think it's a ridiculous idea. I think. Um, you do end up getting these teams who like fight, 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 fight to get in top six. Like a John Am and a Sangju who knew that once they made top six, that was it. Like that was a, a, a successful season. They didn't try a leg after that. Do you know what I mean? Okay, maybe John Am tried a little bit, but Sangju themselves scraped in the, into the top six and then just lost like four of their five games, uh, drew one against Seoul. So I think even John Am lost three of their five games. Do you know what I mean? So I think when you look at it, I think these teams view getting into the championship group, into the top six, as being success. Whereas maybe if you still had, for example, John Book versus Pohang in the third last game of the season, or you know, what I mean, it might be a bit more. I don't know. It might be a bit more interesting. I don't know. I just think that the split system always throws up these these problems. But this year, particularly. I think it's it's problematic 
Because if the AFC kick it out, John Book, and Suwon, no, okay, so Suwon are an FA Cup final, right? So they have their ACL fate in their hands. And you could argue that if they don't beat Seoul, it's their own fault, right? Yeah. <coughs> but if they don't beat Seoul, and they are, they would be the fifth highest placed team in terms of points, it's kind of a bit shitty that they then don't make the, the ACL, whereas John Am, who would probably get rolled over by every team in the group, would. I mean, personally, I would support a 44-game season because get more games for my money, and it gives Seoul more of a chance to overhaul that 9-point gap, or the 14-point gap as it was. Yeah, I would support a 44-game season. Um, so, as it was, um, no change in positions between 3rd and 6th. Yep. Cheju finished 3rd, Ulsan 4th, Chonam 5th, Sangju 6th. So it just leaves us with the top two. Yep, which was uh, John Book went into the game uh, considerably ahead, like five goals ahead. They knew um, they needed to draw. Yep. Also ahead on the head-to-head yep. between them and so, and also ahead in goal difference if it came down to that as well. And probably ahead on disciplinary as well, because they don't foul at all, do they? They don't foul at all. Uh, so, you went down, Paul? I did. Along did you with one of the 16 taxis? <laughs> 16 buses. Ah, oh, I was only 16 taxis. We were other soul fans. A bunch of people on the on the KTX driving down. Uh, I would say maybe a thousand soul fans. I really hope no soul fans drove the KTX down to John Book. <laughs> I really hope they weren't driving it. Or, or, or at the very least, I hope they weren't driving it back. Um. So yeah. Um. I mean, how did the football? This. Should we go through the game blow by blow, or should we just like tell you the score and move on so we can talk about something that's more interesting? Uh, we can take it half by half, I guess. Half by half, okay, first half. Okay, I'll, I'll do first half, you do second half, okay? Um, well you, let, let's be honest, you watched it on TV, so you probably had a better view than I did. Yes, I and was I was sober. Stand. I was driving, so I was sober as well. Oh, wow. You drove to that game? I did. Damn, that's not good. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, I watched it on TV. Uh, I felt the big talking point was the dropping of, of Adriano by Juan, yeah. um, which as we go through we'll discuss how so, completely correct he was and how vindicated he was. So basically he dropped Adriano and he dropped Pak Jiong, right? Yeah, and he, he brought in, that was a, he, he brought in Young Yum Sung here, Young Sung who? Yun Sung Won. <laughs> exactly. Some, some guy making his debut. Which was a bit crazy. But presumably strategic choice, right? Some, a guy that was a young guy that was under 23, which gave him a third substitution. Yeah. Although it was kind of wasted because he brought on Pak Jung after 30 minutes anyway. Yeah, I don't quite get why he did that. Like, but I guess he could have put him on the bench, and that, that would have worked the same. Or if he thought Pak Jung only had 30 minutes in him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, like that was a big talking point. The Chase tactics were just quite literally the same as always. So and I think that's where Che blew it was he played his full strength, strongest team, straight from the start, and he really had no one to come on and improve the team, to be honest. Yeah. There, was, there, was, there was no one on that bench that you thought was going to come on and change the, the game. So one of the key substitutions that Chumbuk did was to take Leonardo off. And bring on Lee Dong-Guk. And that was like, from a Seoul fan's point of view, was that, yeah, that, that's very welcome. Yeah. Because he, he did look threatening enough. I, I think I said the week before, when they destroyed Chunnam, that that Chumbuk looked very average, and then after an hour he brought on Leonardo, yeah. and that changed the game, and, and Chumbuk looked very threatening since then. Yeah. And this was the exact opposite. They looked pretty threatening, and then he took Leonardo off, and it was like, okay. And that was like, oh, just, yeah, I think they collapsed after that. Um, so, yeah, so Chumbuk, obviously the idea that, that they had was similar to the ACL game, similar to the game at, at uh, Siam earlier in the season. They obviously thought, just go out, throw everything at them, get a couple of goals early on, first half, wrap it up by half time. That seemed to be Che's only tactic, only idea, his only game plan. Just beat them before half time. And I, um, I think I read a report somewhere that, was that said that Che thought that, that Hwang was going to be very predictable and do what he's done every time. So he thought there, was, there wasn't going to be changes from Seoul. Yeah. He was unprepared for what happened. I mean, I think he was completely unprepared for Seoul. Packing the midfield the way they did. Uh, and pressing them. And pressing. Which is, uh, one of the things that Sol does very poorly is, is pressing the opposition. Then they like to drop back and let yeah. them invite them to, to attack them. And this time it was like challenging for every ball. Yep. 
And I think that was a big thing. I think Takahagi may or may not have been fortunate to have seen out the 90 minutes. Whatever your viewpoint of that is, he was snapping at tackles at the pretty much all through the game. But that's his game. But getting the ball. As often as he wasn't getting the ball, but... Medical, medical mediator. He, he, I, I actually, I'm a fan of Takahagi. Uh, I like the way he plays. Uh, I like, I like that kind of player. I think the key thing is more of that kind of snapping, almost European style kind of midfielder. You know that kind of like Scott Brown, kind of like dogged midfielder that, that kind of never gives up. And I think the key thing is more Bannon. of that. Barry Bannon. Um, so I'm, I'm a big fan of Takahagi, but he was coming close in some of his challenges, as he has been in several games this season. Uh, but I think that tactic worked. He he really was pressing, um, and they were getting in their faces. Like they were they were kind of like all over them. Even Dehan was literally like well all over them in more than one way, I guess. But I mean Dehan was in everyone's face like constantly, 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 and I think that's. That that was a big thing. I think had Sol played Adriano, you'd had like nine men pressing, and Adriano standing up front, playing with his hair, waiting the ball coming to him because he is not the world's most energetic and exuberant of players, right? Yeah. Uh, whereas I think Dehan was chasing back. He was fighting for everything, but Takahagi in, in, in the midfield playing the way he was, Jose John the way he was. I think so tactically. I'm not going to say the word boss the game. I don't believe they did boss the game. I think John, John Book with a better team. But I think Seoul's tactics worked perfectly. And they did a lot better than they had done in previous games against Definitely. John Book. Definitely. I mean, I guess the key talking point for the first half was the the penalty or the non-penalty, depending on your point of view. Uh, how did you see it on TV? Well, there is no point of view. It was a non-penalty. Like, you didn't get the penalty. Um, but my point of view, my view, I, I think... It was 70-30, with 30% being the chance of a penalty and 70% being the chance of it. I think a dive is a strong word. I think the term that people use right now... Earned a penalty. Earned a penalty, right? I think it's the term that you use. I don't think he actually earned it. I think the other. I think he, he, he looked for it yeah. as opposed to earned it. I think earned it means that the guy does actually take you. I think look for it means that you actually went for it. Uh, the foot was out. It was, it was a, a, a better, a better dive, a better, a better, a more realistic dive. A more realistic dive. You probably, they probably have got it. To be honest, I, I mean, if you look, because if it was out, like, if, if it was if, there. If you look at the replay, the, the defender's foot is out. Um, uh, was a uh, Kim Bulgyong, right? He, yeah. His foot definitely collides with the sole defender's foot. At which point he realizes collided and theatrically throws himself forward. I think there's a whole big thing to be said about no one naturally falls over with their hands up claiming a penalty. Do you mean that if you fall, your hands don't go up until you land? To to me, like that 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 penalty opportunity was like I'm walking on the street and I clip my foot on a, a slightly raised paving stone. Do I fall over? No, I keep I adjust my stride and keep walking. Yeah. And that's what they should be doing. But no, he he threw himself over. And he the thing is he could have thing. I mean. Where he was and what happened, uh, who knows if he kept going, cut it back, Leonardo, six yards out, could have knocked it in. Who knows? Who, like, who? He made a choice, right? And it was the wrong choice. For me, to be, to be a proper penalty, you've got no choice. You've been hacked down, you fall over. You, you want, even if you want to stand up, you can't. But he, he got, he got his trailing foot and he made a choice. I'm going to dive. Yeah. I'm going to go down and I'm going to hope for it. The ref gives a penalty. So. I mean... I know commentators say you anticipate the challenge, so sometimes players go down because they anticipate the challenge. I don't believe that. I mean, I played five-a-side football for like like 12 years, right? I don't ever think I ever anticipated a challenge and threw myself theatrically to the ground with my hands in the air. Yeah. If you fall over, your first natural reaction, if you, if you naturally fall over, your first reaction is to protect your face. Yeah. Like not to put your hand in the air claiming a penalty and I think if you're doing that it means that you've thrown yourself over and that's why I think yeah I, I don't I, I, I believe the referee called it right I believe he got a few other things wrong during the game like I think particularly in the second half he did seem a little bit more uh, particularly after the goal 
he seemed a little bit more lenient or more likely to give something to the hosts. The, the but, match was quite tetchy, right? Uh, yeah, there was a lot in that one niggly stuff, I think. But I, I think if you look at the stats, I would imagine that Chumbuk had a lot more fouls given to them than against them. Yeah, but I never really boiled over like, the John like, the John Book Suwon game. Yeah, where they, there was a couple, there was a two players sent off, and one guy was given like a five match suspension and stuff like that. I think that that was really tetchy. There wasn't really that, wasn't too niggly. It was a little bit niggly, but wasn't too bad. And but as I alluded to, there was a goal. Uh, Paul, you might talk us to the goal from your angle. Uh, from my angle, um, at some point. A pass just threaded through the midfield, and Pak Jiong was on clear on his own, and he took the, the ball into the area and shot across Konsante's hands and into the corner of the net, and then peeled off to celebrate by the corner flag. And got a yellow card, right? I assume he did. I didn't, I didn't actually he did. see it, but I he assume booked. he did. He was booked. Yeah. Um, that what actually happened was Kimbo Kyung had the ball uh, and was passing it to the rookie, I think. And it was a really lack pass, and the song, the soul player, got picked it up, passed Unilock. it through. You rock. Yeah. Passed it through to Park. Park timed his run, I think, beautifully. I know there's been a lot of contentious stuff on online about was he or was he not onside. E- e- even as a soul fan, I'm not 100% convinced he was onside. I mean, I'm not a soul fan, and I'm convinced he was. So as, as, as we know, <laughs> uh, Korean TV don't provide the 30, 40-odd cameras that they do in the UK. But it's still the camera angle that it did show, I still think he was on site. I think, I think wait, wait, wait. I, I saw a, a post on Facebook <laughs> by, a, by a Chumbuk fan. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. showed a clear green line straight across the pitch and a straight, a clear red line at a, a massive diagonal. Yes. <laughs> like, it actually looks like one of those things that you got in like, your primary four mathematics book. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Calculate the angle. <laughs> Calculate the angle. It's about this. 45 degrees, right? <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, he was onside. I mean, if he was marginally, no, no he was onside. He, even if he was offside, it's one of those things where it's where you acknowledge that the, the linesman can't see two positions yeah. at, twi- at the same time. So, But uh, whether I think he was onside... Uh, and there's no denying the, the, the class of the finish which is what he can do like, that is the thing that's what he should do and can do and just really solely isn't interested well, in doing well it, that's the thing for me it's like Chong Jo Guk last year playing for Seoul couldn't do that kind of thing this year playing for Kwangji he could yeah uh, this year Pak Ji Young's done it occasionally but not consistently yeah. You think if he goes to Kwangju next year, he'll be like scoring 30 <laughs> goals be, yeah I mean Pak Ji Young is, is an unbelievable talent that just doesn't want to play football, in my opinion. That Rather like you or me. But we are an unbelievable talent that does want to play football. I was talking about our broadcasting. We, oh, could, our do, broadcasting. we could do a top-class podcast, but we just can't be arsed. <laughs> um, what was interesting was he ripped up his shirt, Takahaki put it on, uh, Pat Too Young got a yellow card for it, uh, Takahaki should probably be given a yellow card as well, but... but Back to my previous comments, I believe the referee was lenient on Takahage with that celebration and didn't give him a yellow card because he reckoned, you're not going to last much longer if I do. Um, so he didn't give Takahage a yellow card, he probably should have done. And he didn't pray. He didn't pray this time, he actually he went a little bit mental, yeah. Wasn't too sure that Dehan had to really massage his breast the way he did, but anyway. Um, the other thing for me is that at the time, I didn't realise how close the defender got to getting back and blocking it. If you, when I when I saw the replay, I was actually surprised that the defender was made, really yeah, it was quite pissy, right? Yeah, and he made it. He made a sliding challenge, which was very close to actually getting the ball. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, well done to Pak Ji Young, I guess. So that was one now. After that, um, I guess after that, it was all kind of one way traffic, as uh, John Book tried everything they could. Try to get a second goal. Particularly with the extra man. As, as you'll no doubt know from the, 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 the gif that I uh, linked you to about, uh, I forget which player it was, but someone attacking Pak Ji Young. Yep. Wrestling and then. Wrestling. Kneeing him. Uh, what was interesting was like Che, che Kang Hee decided to make a, a rather strange substitution, which was at 1 0 down, he took Leonardo off and brought on Lee Dong Guk. Pretty much as soon as the goal, like a couple of minutes after. Couple minutes later, was, yeah. I thought it was really weird. I thought, 
I didn't really get it. Anyway, uh, the wiki wasn't really doing a whole lot up front. But I guess the idea is always if you have this six foot two guy or six foot four, whatever he is, up front, we can always play high balls in. Which means you'd rather leave Leonardo on to play in the, the decent crosses, right? Yeah, I thought, right. But I guess with Lopez's pace. And the other thing, of course, is that Chombo were limited to two substitutions because they didn't include an under 23 player in their squad, right? Oh, right, okay, yeah. Whereas Sola given that guy his debut, which meant they had a th three substitutions to make. The three make. Chombuk didn't have that opportunity, so to to waste one of them by taking off Leonardo and bringing on Yidongbuk was very very odd. Yeah, um, I, th I think very much welcomed by the Soul fans. Yeah, I think out of the whole team, out of the Chombuk team, the only player I was probably impressed with was probably EJ Song, who I think looked like he was kind of the driving force behind the team and. I do hope the the rumours are true and he's on his way to Celtic, um, <laughs> as we speak. Um, in terms of the Soul team, I think there was a lot of pretty good, outstanding performances. Jose uh, Jong probably had one of his quieter games, to be perfectly honest. Takahagi, I thought, was exceptional. Uh, Dehan, that's why you that's why you brought him back, right? I mean, he didn't score, but he. I mean, covered the pitch. Covered the pitch, and, and uh, you can view Osmar as being the captain and say, you know, captain, you know, like league winning captain, but I think Dehan did as, as much of a captain's job on uh, Sunday as what, as what Osmar did. Not really a big fan of Osmar, to be perfectly honest. No offence, Meg, because I know you, you're a big listener, <laughs> wee man, but um, uh, I'm not really a big fan of him. I don't think he's as good as people make him out to be. So, so the last 30 minutes. Uh, but Chumba basically threw everything at mm. FC Seoul, and Seoul kind of retreated. They lots of last ditch challenges, like crazy blocks, uh, just kicking it out. Yeah, trying to clear your lines, with not passing yeah. them, but just kicking it out. Um, Chumba had a couple of good chances, and Seoul also had a couple of good chances on the break. Yeah, absolutely a couple, yeah. But still got to ninety minutes at nil nil at one nil. Yep. Um, at which point, uh, obviously, when the, the guy held up his say, his sign, the fourth referee held up his signboard saying there's five minutes five of time minutes left on, yeah. um, went for went for the for the jugular, shall we say. Yeah. Had a whole bunch of corners in that time. Even sent the keeper up. Yep, that was the last one. Um, I think he was up there for the last two, because there's one that came in, which even now, what, I haven't watched replay, I'm not quite sure how it went wide, but it went wide for another corner. And then sent in the corner. Uh, Yuhyun came out to punch it. Right, right hook punched it clear, and the referee blew his whistle. At which point, Bedlam. And that was just in your house, right? Uh, at that point, in my, I was putting up the laundry. <laughs> I missed the last two minutes. Really? I was hanging up the laundry in disgust at my team losing the league. <laughs> your your team. My team for the day. <laughs> Phantom insists that you were a Soul fan before you were an anyone else else fan. Um, the, the Phantom can insist all we want. I was gutted that John Wick lost the league. We can, we, we, can, we can have this conversation as long as you want. I'm going to go back through 10 years of uh, photos from FC Soul and see if I can't find you. I'm sure you'll find me. I was, I've been starting next year on several occasions, so you don't have to look that far, to be perfectly honest. Cheering loudly. But I've, we've discussed this before. Uh, I found the actions at the FA Cup final to be just something I couldn't accept and be amongst ever again. Uh, as I think you'll find, I found the same about the Songnam fans a year before with their claims that they were the best team in Korea because they'd won the FA Cup. That was after the FA Cup final, we're talking about actually at the FA Cup final. Uh, having been at the same ground two years in a row with two different sets of fans, I can guarantee that the actions of the Songnam fans was, was impeccable compared to the actions of this. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we, we can discuss this until we're blue in the face. I mean, it's like, um, did John Book deserve to lose? Well, I think you only have to look at the league table. Like, obviously, so topped it. But, goal scored, goal difference. Everything would say that John Book were the better team. And I think if those well, nine points hadn't been deducted, as we've discussed, shouldn't have been deducted, during this year, then John Wick would have run out comfortable winners. 
Um, but they didn't. We, we discussed this at the time, right? We both agree that the, the points shouldn't have been deducted this season, should have been held for next season. Yep. Uh, and if that had been the case, Trombert would have won the league by six points or more. Well, you have to imagine if they hadn't lost those nine and then those two at Sanju, they would probably have, have actually won the league at Sanju. Probably. Having said that, so we, we can agree that they shouldn't have been deducted the nine points this yep. season, but they, for whatever reason they were. So coming into the last game, teams tied on points, uh, Chumbuk ahead on goals scored and other, other tiebreakers. Do you think, based on the match on Sunday, did Seoul deserve to win the league? I think Jumbo were the better team. I think Quang got his tactics right. I think if you actually check back Twitter yeah. uh, to, when, to, to when Quang arrived, and especially my tweet to Nicole Chung, who, who will be on the podcast in the next couple of weeks, I did state that Seoul's best chance of winning the league was when Che left and when Quang arrived. I stick by that. I think if Che Young Soo had been manager on that final day, Jumbo would have won the league. Yeah, I think it was Wang's tactics, Wang's ability to change things. I think the the choice of not playing Adriano is huge, uh, but but was justified. And I think any manager who can go, to, let me finish. Any manager, because I know that you're trying to speak. Any manager who can go to John Book, out Fox, Chicken He, and win a match based on tactics, not based on a dodgy penalty, not based on refereeing decisions, not based on a deflection or an own goal. But to actually tactically win the game, I think, yeah, I would say, based on that one game, so deserve to win the league. Because, uh, and I've said that, there you go. I think, I think we... Disc- now, that gets deleted from the podcast. <laughs> d- discussed several times with the Phantom. Um, he, he's very much a believer in playing your best player, so I think dropping Adriano for that game was a massive call. We've discussed this and he agrees with me. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. It was tactically, that was the, that was it was genius. Because, because, yeah, but but based on an, we, you'd have lost if you played Adriano. But well, we've talked about it. Me and the Phantom have talked about it for like international games about whether Sonoming should be playing or not. And he always says you always play your best players. So no, I don't believe that at all. No, I don't believe that at all either. But I'm surprised that he would agree. And say that because I think on that game it made complete sense. Had you played someone who is ultimately a poacher who's, who stands on the six yard box and can score goals when you don't get the ball anywhere near the six yard box, I mean, over 90 minutes, how many minutes do you think so had the ball in, a, in an opportunity in, in an in opportunity or a location where Adriano could have changed the game? The answer is zero, it's actually zero. But do you think he deserves right? Do you think he deserves a place in the team over Unilock, who's universally regarded as being shite? No. So wouldn't you rather drop Unilock and play Adriano? No, because Unilock will chase back. Adriano won. You got it right. The, the fact of the matter is, like, who's it? Sol so won. Of course, he's been so one. He's got it right. Um, the fact is that, and I think what it does also probably for me. Suggests is that Adriano, depending on how the FA Cup final goes, yeah. I would I wouldn't be surprised to see Adriano punted and like I, I think Huang has a very if, if you look at the Pohang team that Huang managed right that Pohang team were eleven footballers that's how they played every one of those players played for that team Adriano plays for Adriano yeah that like, he's not a team player and I think had you played Adriano on 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 Sunday there were no chances where the ball broke. In the six-yard box, the goal that Park scored was from outside the box. Adriano would have no say in that. Yeah. Even the other chances that we're talking about were generally from outside the box, right? Yeah. Whereas what So needed was they needed to be able to pull back and have five men across that midfield. That was the only way of stopping John Book playing. The only way of stopping Lopez getting a move. The only way of stopping the ball getting through. The only way of like nullifying Kimbo Kyung. What you end up doing was you end up playing into John Book's idea of long ball to, uh, uh, to the rookie, which then cuts out John Book's midfield, which is like the, one of their strongest um, areas. So I think Wang got it perfectly right, uh, and, I, and, I, and I agree. I think the playing of Adriano would... I'm not saying so would have lost the game had Adriano played. Obviously, I can't say that. But I think it would have... There could have been a very different scoreline. I, I, I honestly believe that, that, that Seoul's best 
chance was to play without Adriano. Okay, uh, talking of Huang, he got manager of the year. You agree with that? Nope. Who would have been your manager of the year? Not him. He only came in halfway through a season. I don't think you can give him manager of the year. So he came in halfway through the season. The first five or six games with Seoul were very underwhelming. Yeah. And then he's kind of... At, at that point in time, other teams were also underwhelming. Uh, for me, I think, I think it's really tough to not give it to Che. He has led his team to the ACL final. He, do we have to keep going over again? He did have the best team. They would have won the league if it hadn't been for the point the deduction. I think you have to say Che Kang, he should probably win manager here. The runners up choice would probably be the Sangji manager. 100%. Who did a, yeah. a brilliant job with brilliant. a limited pool of players. Uh, you could even say the John manager who quit and came back within a day. <laughs> um, Jeju manager leading them into like thirds. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who you could say were reasonably good managers, but probably Che Jin Ho. I think that's a Sanju manager. Uh, I think Sanju's first ever top six finish. Everyone had them pegged as being playoff, if not relegation. Yeah. The, the, uh, automatic relegation place. So I think from you have led them the way he did, yeah, I would say Che Jin Ho probably deserved manager of the year. Okay. So I guess that's the... I guess the season almost wrapped up. A couple of things still to go. We still have the FA Cup final. You're looking forward to the, to the Super Match, Paul? Um, a little bit nervous, to be honest. Um, yeah. Obviously, Suwon's season's been absolute shite so far. They want to give their few remaining fans something to cheer about. We know 12. Yeah. Most of which are probably sock puppets from a certain somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, I don't know. Like, I think that's going to be a tough final. As you said, like, it's a last chance of giving them something, anything. Um, so probably their only, well, it is their only chance of getting into the ACL. Um, I know that at the weekend they dropped several reasonably big players, like Jonathan was dropped out, uh, Kwon Chan Hoon was dropped. I'm not sure why they did that, the they've got at least two weeks to prepare. I guess injuries, just in case there was a serious injury. Um, Yom still played. I know they, they dropped the goalkeeper. Uh, no damn good was dropped for uh, Yang Hyung Mo. A few other changes were made. Interestingly, Roberto Rodriguez, whatever his, the R stands for, uh, Castellan made his his only second appearance of, of the season. 20 minutes to go. <laughs> Did nothing. Um, he got, I think, his... Still watching Subon on TV back in Brazil. So, yeah, I think tough game. Hugely tough game. Uh, you think Seoul will do it? Um, maybe. Okay. I'm going to sit on the fence for a bit. I, I really don't know. Okay. Other big game coming up, obviously, ACL final. Uh, John Book versus Alaline. They're going to they're gonna play the home match in Chonju, despite the state of the pitch? Uh, that's still the plan. Well, what do you think of the pitch? Do you see Shocking. The, all the players players from both sides falling over a lot, right? There was a free kick at the beginning, just before, but it was still nothing each in the second half. There was a free kick, and when Leonardo put the ball down, he actually moved a big divot, a huge divot, and put it back in again, stamped it down. It was like a golf player. It was actually like a golfer. He like, not, not, not a golfer. A golfer, he stamped it down and put, put the ball. It was ridiculous. Like the pitch is an absolute mess. They cannot play a showpiece final on that pitch. I think I tweeted a, a photo of uh, one end of the pitch near us, which had lots and lots of bald patches. Yeah. Um, both but it's also cutting up really badly as well during the game. Yeah. So they just just divots flying everywhere. They, they had an army of people come on at half time to replace all the divots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the the pitch was a disgrace. Um, Chumbuk fans were moaning about how one of the one of the main reasons was they they lost the game was because of the pitch. Even though it's at home pitch. Yeah, which they presumably yeah. play on play on every other week. How does that work? Uh, the other reason was the referee because he didn't give them. He only gave them eighty percent of the decisions as opposed to hundred percent. Shocking. Um, so what do you think? How will it go? How will it go? Um, typically, last few years, 
um, the East has beaten the West, although Chombok do have form for losing against the West, right? Yeah. Uh, personally, uh, I wouldn't. I would be a tiny bit happy if if the the UAE team won. Really? Yeah. No, I'll be. I'll be all career. I'll be there with my my uh, fake John book top, my green and white Celtic scarf, and my uh, Korean flag wrapped around me, singing Arirang. Uh, I'll do that if the Wookiee doesn't play. <laughs> but, but I, okay. I cannot stand that guy. I understand that. But so if his name's on the team sheet, I'm going to be supporting the UAE team. Okay. If his game, if his name's not on the team sheet, I'll just let whatever happens be happen. Okay. And the playoff, other game. The Songnam Kangwon. Yeah. How, how do you think it'll go? Uh, I think Songnam, if they can find someone that can score a goal or two, they'll they'll. Do it over two legs. Okay. But as you said earlier, they've not scored many goals post split, so it's a bit of a worry. Okay. So I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast. I know there's some. Do you want to talk about some international games that are coming up? Yeah, there's no K League actions t- action at all this weekend. It's a international weekend. Korea have got two games. They've not done so well recently, have they? But they've got two games at home. Okay. Friday, they're playing in Chonan against Canada. Okay, that's obviously a huge World Cup qualifier. Uh, that's a friendly. Um, not quite sure why they've chosen Canada. But well, apparently Canada, I don't see the word hoard, uh, pimped themselves around 14 different Asian teams or Asian countries and eventually Korea was what I want to suggest. Okay, you'll be going? If I can get away from working time, I'll go, yeah. Uh, I'll be there. I've got my ticket confirmed. Thanks okay. to the Canadian Embassy. Can't beat Trump and the Canadians. But uh, but of a the the squad for this for these two games is a bit controversial, right? Because he's got and picked a bunch uh, of like seven players, players yeah. after ignoring them for yeah all season, and then he picked them before the ACL final. So there are a lot of John Book fans are really upset because it's like, well, but why pick them now when we have the ACL final coming up? Just getting their excuses in early, I guess. No, but it makes sense though. I mean, why pick them now? Why? Why now? Why? If if Stilik why ignore them? They like, all the way up until until this game and then just pick them all of a sudden. If Stilik could, could provide a valid reason, I think the Chumbuck fans should show up and stop complaining about everything which they think is going against them. But can he provide a valid reason? Probably not, because no, he can't. He's a muppet. He's a muppet, right? So <laughs> his reason is they go. Oh, I'm German. I choose who I want. Because because he can say. I picked them because I thought they were going to win the league and I wanted the seven best players in Korea. Yeah. I mean, they'd be doing all that, I mean... Excluding their four foreigners. Yeah. I mean, they'd be doing all that, that, that uh, gems have a habit of choosing people for things. Uh, the second game is on Tuesday against Uzbekistan. Against uh, Sever Jeparov on his way back? Um, I don't know. If, is he still playing for Uzbekistan? Um, that's what I asked. No idea. Yeah, that's it. Siam? Yeah, that's the... F- World Cup qualifier in the in this most must recent win. stage, fourth. It's a pretty must win game, though, right? Uh, they definitely can't afford to lose it. Yeah. If they lose it, they're really they're really in deep doo doos. Would, would you be going? A draw. Um, I've not checked ticket prices. Yeah, the, that's the, my concern, right? The chick the tickets for Chunnam, you can get a ticket for ten thousand, so that's worth the the, the trip. Uh, I've seen Uzbekistan before, so I don't need to see them again. So if they've got tickets for 10 or 20, I may go. If they're 30 plus, I won't go unless someone gives me one. So she been wanted that it's the ticket price, not the ticket price, right? The ticket price. The ticket, right? Yeah. Because those yeah. tickets are really expensive. If if somebody wants to pay for me to go for my uh, expert insight, then uh, I'll, I'll be willing to set aside the time. Okay, I may go. Okay. That was my. That was all I have to say. I really, I really don't have any real interest in watching the internationals. To be honest, I don't really, particularly. I, I really don't like Song Hyun Min, so I find it really tough to actually watch him. I'm pretty yeah. sure a match in Seoul World Cup Stadium in the middle of November, I can make a, a decision two minutes before kickoff and still get a ticket. I think you're you're, you're looking at twelve thousand. 
From the touts. From the touts, yeah. That was fans and price. <laughs> that was both. Okay. So I guess we'll be podcasting next week. The big news, the big the big thing is next Thursday is of course the first leg of the playoff down in Gang One. Plus Korea either cementing or uh, completely wasting their their advantage in the World Cup. So Okay. So I guess we have something suitably cementing wasting podcasting playoff a outro. That don't impress me much.